If you think there's no room or no need for personal development in the youth space today, then I'm going to challenge you a little bit. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. Hey team, Glenn Azar here. Welcome back to the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Now, of course, as we all know, I'm working on a youth development app and I just want to thank those people that have taken the time to donate. Um, this close to $4,000 has gone into that so far. The total bill is going to be $200,000. So it's a big thing that we're trying to do, as in the fundraiser, but it's a big thing that we're trying to solve when it comes to the app. If you think there's no need for youth development in this day and age, I'm going to challenge you to look up the name Zayden Clayton. That's spelt Z-A-E-D-E-N, Zayden Clayton. And let me tell you a fairly tragic story. So this young fellow is from Toowoomba. He's 15 years of age, and I was only reading this story a week ago. And he was at school, and he was catfished. And for those that are unaware of what catfishing is, it's where some people set up a fake account. It turned out to be a couple of older boys from his school who didn't really know him. They were just out sort of skylarking, having some fun. They set up this fake account as a young female, same age as Zayden, and started to build up a friendship. Over a period of time, they built trust and then asked this young fella to share, you know, nude photos of himself uh, doing various things. And then this young girl, in brackets, did the same, was sending him stuff. So there was a bit of back and forward. It turned out that they were just using photos they'd found from some sort of soft porn site. And then this young fella has sent photos of himself that these older boys then spread around the school just to totally create embarrassment. Now, catfishing typically is about trying to rip someone off financially or in some other way, but these young blokes just did it for a bit of a laugh. They thought it was fun. This then turned into a massive case of bullying that went on for a period of time. Uh, The police were made aware of this. They took a few weeks to even come and interview the young fella. But over time, it became so bad that mum and dad moved Zayden to a different school. Now, obviously, with social media and the internet, etc., and being in a small er town, as in Toowoomba, when they've moved him to another school, it didn't take long for that school to then find out about the story, and the bullying started again. In November of last year, I think it was the 15th of November from memory, um, it got so bad that he was assaulted in a hallway at the school. He hid himself in a toilet cubicle and the same kids that assaulted him got inside there and were just throwing things over the top and abusing him. Uh, By nine o'clock in the morning, so this is first thing in the morning, mum receives a phone call to bring young Zayden home or to pick him up because he was so distressed. The boys that had bullied him and including the one who assaulted him stayed at school for the day. She takes Zayden home and they have a good chat and he puts his phone up and he's tired so he goes to have a lay down and his mum's quite convinced that he's okay now that he's home in his safe space and she messages dad to let dad know what happens. By the time dad gets home, they go into the room and this young man's taken his own life. Like what an absolutely tragic story. To understand that this level of behaviour, of non-accountability for actions this level of bullying, this lack of understanding of what we're doing to other people, the the fact that this is still a thing and in fact maybe even worse today than it was in my era is absolutely tragic. Now I'm not saying that we can stop every one of these cases but I am saying we should be trying and obviously 
there is so much information out there and put into schools, etc., around this whole anti-bullying and the effects of what you know things that happen on the internet. There is so much out there. The education is there, but clearly, it's not being effective. Zayden's parents found out through this process that Dolly's Law, which was accepted in New South Wales, has not been accepted into Queensland yet. And this is the law that was put into place when young Dolly killed herself from bullying. And the law was put into place to say that you cannot harass people online, make up fake profiles, all of these things. That still hasn't passed in the very state that she was bullied in, which is quite crazy to think. But we want to be a part of the solution. We've got to get into more schools. We've got to have more conversations. And adults need to improve in order to stop that. These young blokes who did it and thought it was just for a laugh started something that maybe even got out of control for them. But it's not funny. Like, it's clearly not funny for for the mum and dad and the two sisters that have now lost this young man from their life. And for us to just let that story be nothing other than a sad story that we read and then we move on, I just don't feel like that's good enough either. There is a need for this stuff. We need to get it into every school. It's not. I don't believe it's the school's responsibility in the sense of having teachers dedicated to it. I don't think they're good enough to do it. I'm not sure that psychologists in and of themselves necessarily are able to do this unless you've got one who's a very good communicator. I think the avenue that we're trying to take ourselves of raising personal standards and not using someone my age to do it, but using someone my experience and bringing in the younger people, the Jade Nicaremas, the Taylor Robinsons, you know, those sort of young people to come in and talk to other young people and developing it from the bottom up, maybe, just maybe, there's a chance that we can change this narrative. Maybe there's a chance that young Dolly, that young Zayden and people like that don't feel so damn desperate that they end up doing something so terminal, so final. And that's the challenge for all of us. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.